Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. And before then, Dogozambambombata singing, I love the Lord. And Michael W. Smith with Fight My Battles. Well, I certainly hope that you enjoyed that triple play. I did. And uh, so good to have you with us in our third and final hour here in Radio Pulpit, 6, 5, 7 a.m. It's the Ultimate Lifestyle Guide with me, Bonolongosi. Uh, do remember we are on Twitter at 6, 5, 7 a.m. at Bonolongosi, as well as on Facebook. Um, do uh, like our page. Uh, invite your friends to do likewise. And, of course, we have our... Uh, radio pulpit app as well we've been doing the faith series we took a, a mini break for a week or two but we're back and uh oh i have enjoyed this series so much um it has renewed my faith has reminded me of of old foundational truths and um has also taught me some new things so i'm really really uh, pleased to have pastor bonsai shongwa on the line uh, to continue the series with it uh, with us i certainly hope that you've been taking some mental notes or even uh physical notes as i have been doing and i'm looking forward to us continuing our discussion on confessions how are you doing I am so blessed, Bunolo. How are you doing? I, um, it's, it's awesome to talk about these, these issues of faith. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm doing well myself. Thank you so much for asking. And, you know, last week when we were talking about the four Ps of a faith confession, um, yeah. I just thought to myself, you know what? If we can get into the habit of applying these things, Living by faith is going to be so, so much easier. And I'd like us to do something like this on prayer as well, uh, maybe later on, because um, I I, I feel very much similar that when people have a better understanding of something, uh, they're able to to apply it better. And and this has certainly allowed us to do that. So thank you. Yeah. It's a pleasure because, you know, I think you're so right when when we actually get taught the the word of God, it solves so many problems. Yeah. You know, I see people ask uh, for prayer on so many things, uh, and they they think if they can just get the right person to pray for them. Now, prayer is awesome, and getting someone to pray for you is more than awesome. We mm-hmm. found it in the scriptures, yeah, and it's the right thing to do. But it's amazing just how much freedom you get when you can actually just have knowledge that pulls you out of the necessity to even get prayer for for many things because you can learn to pray for yourself, you can learn how to exercise faith, Mm -hmm. and life just becomes so much fun when you know that I, I know how to receive healing from God because I've been taught, you know, I, I know how to, to to stand in faith because I've been taught. So it stops being a gamble, and I think that's just awesome. Oh, no, absolutely. All right. So before we get into faith confessions today, if you don't mind doing a mini recap of the four Ps from last week, uh, just for those who may be listening to us today and, and miss last week's session, because I think that was really, really important and that it will really tie in nicely with what we're talking about today. So uh, please go for it. Indeed. So, so when... The one thing that's important to know mm. is that faith is found in the heart and in the mouth. So you've got to understand that you believe and you speak. 
And so we spoke about faith confession and how they work. I think we read Mark eleven twenty four mm-hmm. that says, uh, "So therefore, whenever you stand praying, uh, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe that you receive it, and you shall have it." Yeah. And so we spoke about the fact that there are four P's of confession, of faith confession. Mm-hmm. First, it's personal, I. It's present tense. It's got to be I. It's present or past tense. Any of the tenses that start with the P. Present or past tense. Mm-hmm. I am healed. I was healed. If you say I am going to be healed, it's not faith. Yes, it's hope. It's a good start. Yeah. But faith that produces results requires you to say, I am healed. I was healed by Christ. So it's it's personal, it's present tense or past tense, it's positive. Hmm. It's not faith when you say, no, I'm not sick. No, I'm not sick. It's actually present, it's positive. So it's, I am healed. It's not, I'm not broke, because then you're still thinking about brokenness, but it's, I am blessed. Hmm. Uh, it, it's positive. And last one is full of praise and thanks. So I thank God that I am healed. I thank you, Jesus, that by your stripes I was healed. Someone says, why do I pray after I've prayed and believed I receive and I've got pain in my body? Yeah. Well, just take all the time thanking God. Praise and thanks. Thank you, Lord, that you were on the, before you went up to the cross, you were, you, you took stripes on your back. And those stripes work for my stomach, but you feel in the pain, yes. Faith is now calling into being those things that be not as though they were. So it's got to be personal, yeah. present tense or past tense, positive, and full of praise and thanks. Ah. Alrighty, I I am I I was making sure that I've got my notes correct. It's personal, it's past or present, it's positive, and it's full of praise. Alrighty, so today we're moving on to the confessions of faith. What are we talking about here? Well, we're talking about faith speak and mm-hmm. and the, the different types of confession, so to speak. Some of them are confessions, some of them are not. But it's how we release our faith through our mouth. So I actually have identified in the scripture seven types of faith words. Hmm. Seven types of faith words that we find in in the scripture. And and I think I'll start straight up and say that the first one is confession. That's the one we've discussed. Mm -hmm. Because remember, to confess means to admit or acknowledge that something exists. Okay. Right? So someone will say, oh, I confess, I just love pizza. Right? It means you admit something. You, you, you acknowledge that something exists. Okay. Now, we often also are used to confession when you admit a sin or a wrong. Like, confess my sin. Yes. Now, now a faith confession is when you confess what you believe. In other words, you admit or acknowledge that something actually exists. Remember, this is how we were saved. We had to believe with our hearts yes. and cause 
confess with, with our, our mouth. mouth. Yes. So now that means you have to admit that Jesus died for your sins and rose from the dead. Yes. And because you admit it and you acknowledge it, that's how we got saved. You've got to believe it and then you've got to acknowledge it. So, mm-hmm. so we only walk in what we acknowledge. It may be yours, but if you don't acknowledge it, 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 it might as well not be yours. Sure. But when it's yours and the enemy fights against it, your acknowledgement of it, if that is a confession, it brings it to pass. Hmm. Okay. Right? The second type is a faith decree. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a decree. Now, these are all similar things. It's just your faith speaking. It's yeah. a decree. Now, now, a decree, you know, the, the word decree actually in the Bible, it's, it's Gaza. It means to cut down or to cut off or to destroy or divide or exclude. Mm. So basically what a decree is, is the ending of option. Right? In fact, one very popular word we, we, we use, we use as Christians is Amen. Yes. Amen is actually a decree. I've often said to people that the most important part of your faith prayer is the Amen. Take oh, your wow. time with it. Sure. Right now, because most, most people think of Amen as a way to say, oh yeah, I'm now confirming that the prayer is finished. It's time to eat. Amen. Right? <laughs> we about to we thank the old Lord, and everybody's just waiting for that amen so they can eat. But the most important part of a prayer is actually the amen. Hmm. Because amen is a decree. Amen means, so shall it be. Hmm. For it can't be otherwise. So you're actually in agreement with something when you say amen. You're not just spouting out words to say thanks for ending this. Indeed, it's got to come from your heart. Mm. And, 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 and so a decree is actually the cutting away of options. So you're saying this is what's going to happen yeah. with the intention that says nothing else can happen. Right? Ah. So that's a decree. So when kings Kings, decreed come from king, it means it's when a king actually passes a law. Mm-hmm. But they actually decide to cut out other options. Do you remember the king that said, uh, when you hear the trumpet, you will bow to this idol. That was a decree, right? Yes. And it was a decree because the king was saying, you don't stand up. You don't carry on with your life. Uh-huh. You don't go like Daniel to, to your room and face Jerusalem. You don't do all that. You bow to my idol. Mm. That, that, that was a decree. Now, how does this work for us? This, this is when we decree, you know, Job twenty two twenty eight says you will decree a thing and it will be established for you. Yes. And light will shine on your way, Job twenty two twenty eight. But when you decree, you actually get to say, this is the way it's going to be. There are no options. Right? So you could decree, I will pass my exam. So shall it be. 
it cannot be otherwise. There's no other way it will come out except that my exam, I will pass it, and next year I'll be doing this, and I will get my certificate uh, in medicine. There's nothing else that could ever be. That's a decree, the fake decree. So it's when you get rid of options. Now, the big thing I want to leave with every listener is that a man is not something to close a prayer. Mm. It's actually a decree. Amen has a meaning. The meaning is, so shall it be. It shall be as I said. It will be no other way. Hmm. So that, that's what the word amen means. It's so important because, you know the word amen, now think about this. You know you can have a hundred page contract. Yeah. With lots and lots of words. Mm-hmm. What's the most important writing on that contract? The signature. It's your signature at the bottom. Yeah. And that's the part we all check. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we want to see, did both parties say amen? Because you're not going to show up with a 300-page contract and say, oh, it's such a large contract, it's so important. It doesn't have an amen. Yeah. Now, it's the same thing with prayer. It's interesting how sometimes people spend so much time on Oh, Lord, this and this. I want to have this. And I want to, amen. And they walk away. And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa. you clearly haven't signed many contracts. <laughs> we look three times when it's time to initial. We yeah. recheck whether we initial every page. Yeah. We double check if we signed on the right line. The, the part of prayer that matters is at the end when you say, Lord, as I pray, so shall it be. I thank you that nothing can cause it to go any other way. Mm. Now I'm decreeing. Nothing can cause it to go any other way. Because you, Lord, have the power, and I believe you heard me. Because of your power, it's got to happen that way, and it's done. It's settled. It's signed. It's sealed. It's delivered. It's final. Take your time on that amen. It's the most important part of the prayer. So, but that's a decree. Number three is a faith command. Before you get to number three, you know, as you were talking, ne, just to just yeah. to uh, bring the point home um, about how important uh, the the decree is. You know, with Daniel, right, when he ends up in the lion's den, the king yeah. loved him and wanted to save him out of it, but he couldn't even do that because he had decreed a thing. So it was it's such a serious thing that even when someone is on your side and they favor you and they want to turn the tables wow. and end. They can't even because something has been decreed. Wow. Because the decree is final. Not even the king himself can reverse it. Yep. My God. Oh, you're getting me excited. <laughs> so when we decree something over our lives, we finalize it so much so that it cannot be reversed no matter what happens. Now. Yep. Oh, power. That's a decree. So, the, and you see, all of these are same things. It's, it's how your faith is expressed, mm-hmm. but it's the different faces of it. The third one is a command, right? Now, when you hear the word command, what job description do you think of? Of course, the army. Yes. <laughs> right, because it's, it's a military word. Yeah. Command is a military word. To give an instruction that is never disobeyed. Mm-hmm. In 
if you are in the ark, the punishment for, 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 for ignoring a command or uh, uh, an order is so serious. You know, you get to go to proper court and you must have a lawyer, you must have, it's quite serious. Like, sure. why didn't you carry out the order? So military people understand this, but this is important for us to understand the faith command. Now, you remember Jesus spoke to a tree mm. and, and, and said, you know, you will not be fruitful ever again. And the tree dried up from the root. Yes. And then he teaches them, he says, listen, if you say this to a mountain, if you command a mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe that you must be obeyed. Mm. You believe that what you say will be done. You will have what you say. Right? That's Mark eleven twenty three. Mm-hmm. So a command is the ability to give an order, being empowered by the authority you hold. Hence, you will hear, hopefully when things are operating, right? Mm-hmm. You will hear parents commanding children, right? Yes. And hopefully not the other way around. <laughs> you hopefully hear children ask parents, but it's the parents that say, you are going to sleep now. Yes. <laughs> right? The reason why parents can command is because they hold authority. Indeed. Now, Jesus tells us that we have authority over the elements. We have authority over the elements. <laughs> because when God created us, remember he said we have authority over the earth. Yes. And everything that the earth produces, mm-hmm. the birds, the, the plants, and all of that. He gave us dominion. So command is when you realize, I have authority, I can speak to these things. So now, what's another way? Let's use healing as an example. You could command. You could say, listen, Ty, I told you Jesus took sickness and pain away from me. Mm-hmm. Now, you are giving me pain. Now, listen to me. Right? You put on that voice after you told someone to sleep five times and they still try to play some game on, on a tablet or something. Yeah. Now, you take that tone and say, Sigh, you are going to align now. Mm-hmm. And then you turn around like you sometimes do after you told a kid, you will sleep now and it's not going, and you yeah. turn around and look away because you're like, I've spoken and they know what's next if I turn around one more time. Mm-hmm. You turn around, you go away and you take it as, I have commanded, I have authority, I will be obeyed. And now this is a faith command. This is also how we have to deal with devils, right? Mm-hmm. You can only command devils. You can say, Satan, out. Uh, whatever spirit, go. This spirit of infirmity, woman, you are loose. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, now that's a faith command. The other one is a faith vow. Okay, so a faith vow, we see it with prophets in the Old Testament, where they say, the Lord God before whom I stand, 
it will not break. Right? So a vow is when you tie your faith to something very important for things. Okay. okay, before we continue, yeah. before we continue, we're at number four. Let's take a quick music break. When we come back, yeah. we'll do the last three and wrap things up. Perfect. Will you stay with us? Excellent. Let's enjoy some music from Sherry Jones Moffat with Faith to Believe. And, uh, and then, yeah, when we come back, we go through the last um, of the three types of faith words found in the scripture with Pastor Bonsai Shongwe. Do stick around. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM.